the fact that you guys stayed in that room afterwards, like, good for you because <laughs> that was my thing. I was like, you didn't. I should have asked a follow up question because I was like, you didn't like flip a light on or something. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> The bravery. The bravery. (laughs) Such bravery. (laughs) I'm Paige. And I'm Megan. And this is Spooky Science Sisters. Hello, you're listening to Spooky Science Sisters, a podcast where we present to you a science-based and probably very giggly discussion on all things strange and unusual. We are super excited because we are recording one of our favorite episodes, our annual Halloween listener story episode. And we got some good ones this year, I think. Yeah, they are really good. And it is a week after Halloween, but we're just like keeping the Halloween vibes going. That's our excuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't want it to end. Yep. <laughs> uh, so before we get to our Something's Spooky And our listener stories, we first want to give a shout out to a few of you who have supported us through our Patreon. Yes, because I can't remember the last time we did this and who has not gotten a shout out yet. (laughs) (laughs) So we want to thank uh, Larkshana, Holly, Fomas, Chris, Cassandra, Chuck, I like rocks like a lot, which like same, (laughs) Tibby, Tanner, and Alex. And some of you guys have been with us for almost a year, which is like pretty amazing. It's been a year. I set it up like at Christmas of last year. So it's been almost a year. And some people have been there since the very beginning. So we are very thankful for that. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. It's weird since I haven't been around much this year. it, It feels like it feels like it was like four episodes ago that we first started talking about this. But like for me, it probably was like four episodes ago. For some of us, it was four episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But we have to do something spooky before we do listener stories. So Paige, <laughs> has anything spooky happened to you in the... However, the very long time it's been since you've recorded with me. It's been two months. I looked before we recorded. It's been two months since we last recorded an episode together. And it was likely close to two months between episodes the last time. Maybe a month. So it's basically been like, it's been like three months. Because I think we only really recorded once. So you're fucking welcome. No. (laughs) (laughs) I am excited to be back. And I did want to thank all of the substitute sisters. I think that's what you've been calling them, right? Yep. Who joined Megan these really the last year. It's not even I was gonna say the last several months, but it's basically been a year it's at this point. Year. <laughs> because you all have made some great content, but you've also made me feel just like a little less terrible about abandoning Megan. So <laughs> yay. I'm still very salty about it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. We've been keeping on, keeping on. And Paige is yeah. doing well at grad school. So we're proud of her. <laughs> My grades might be good, but I'm not sure that I'm doing okay. <laughs> but like, that's, that's grad that's school. That's grad school. <laughs> Welcome to grad school. (laughs) I'm one of you now. (laughs) 
Yes. So I'm excited to be back. Um, and I really didn't have a lot okay. to talk about for something spooky until like two weeks ago. Ooh. And then all of it started happening. So, and Megan, you know about one of these, but I haven't told you about the other two okay. because I was too excited about it. I'm scared. And I wanted, <laughs> I wanted it to be exciting for you today. So just to report on our house. So the weird sounds have continued. So Elliot has now started talking to them. Oh no. Elliot, no. <laughs> Elliot, that's like <laughs> horror movie 101. <laughs> Yeah, he says sometimes when he's home and he'll hear them, he'll just go, hey, can you keep it down? Or like, hey, can you shut up or something? <laughs> so, yeah, so he's talking to our house noises yeah, now. Yeah, okay. You have heard about the ghost light. So, mm, mm-hmm. for those of you who haven't heard, I have this like, it's just like a, it's Halloween decoration, but it looks like a ghost and it's like a little neon light that we put like right down at the landing of our stairs in the basement and I don't know, several weeks ago, we had like watched some shows downstairs right before bed. We went to bed at the same time and the light was most definitely not on when we went to bed. I got up that morning. I went downstairs and got my stuff for work and left and the light was not on. And then like just a couple hours after that, Elliot went downstairs and the ghost light was on. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. So that was like <laughs> a little bit weird. But then it got weirder because so like two nights before we were originally going to record this episode. So like last Saturday or like last Sunday, maybe okay. I woke up and I have like RGB lights on the back of my desk. Okay. But I don't really turn them on because they're sort of silly. <laughs> <laughs> So I've had the desk up here for, I don't know, probably since since I started school, I think. So about a year now. And like I've never turned the lights on since since the desk has been up here. So I get up the other morning and the lights are on and they're just like on purple. And I was like, that's kind of weird. And like Elliot noticed it too. And we both thought it was weird because I don't know where the remote for the thing is. <laughs> like <laughs> it's not like one of us turned it on. Yeah. Or at least not intentionally. Mm-hmm. And so we thought it was sort of weird and went to bed and like the next morning it was the same color. And then I woke up, I think it was like Tuesday maybe of that week or Wednesday of last week and they were still on, but now they were on like the rotating colors. So it was like blue and then green (laughs) and then purple (laughs) and still no idea where the remote is. So Mm. now lights are just turning on in our house. Yeah. There's definitely just like a dude living in your attic. (laughs) <laughs> don't that scares me more than i have had elliot look up there to confirm that there's like no way that somebody could live up there <laughs> <laughs> that you know of <laughs> i hate it oh no yeah that's weird i don't know maybe ari's just it's like bumbling around bumping into everything or like you know, it wouldn't surprise me. Or like, there's probably just like a wiring thing. Yeah, you guys have like bad wiring. We're gonna bring over that um the tester that Steven has that you just like plug it into the outlet and it tells you if like shit's fucked up. <laughs> just, just plug it in. And it says it's, shit's well, fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. It illuminates with some sort of light. That's like something is wrong here. But then it would we could debunk that quick, quick. Yeah, but then what if it wasn't wrong? Well, then your house is haunted. (laughs) (laughs) Then we're just fucked. 
<laughs> yep, then you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, so, yep, that's my house. Either that or Ari has learned to operate RGB lighting. Could be. It's possible. That might be why she's so crazy. <laughs> she just has, like, too much going on in her brain for a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Let me out of this dog body. <laughs> I'm too smart for this. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be right that can't be right uh, anyway yeah what about you anything spooky uh no but i thought for sure that yours was just gonna be that like you had to witness the like cult activities that was the era's tour movie <laughs> okay here's the thing though like the teenage girls were cute and all but like it is a little bit culty right yeah for sure okay. it's fine <laughs> we all know it <laughs> When you when you sent me the chance, I was like, "Oh no, dude! I don't know what I've gotten myself into." <laughs> but I'm not clear that I'm going to make it out of this alive. <laughs> but you did it. <laughs> I did it. No. Yeah. No. Oh, but sorry. Okay, I have one other kind of spooky thing. God damn so it. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is what happens when I leave for two okay. months. I don't have anything spooky, so you just knock them out of the park. It's fine. <laughs> well, this one's sort of spooky for you too. So we recently went to Austin for the um, U.S. Grand Prix for F1, mm-hmm. and we had stayed one of the nights for they, they had a Queen concert, and so we stayed and. Got to see Queen and Adam Lambert play. It was great. But per usual, every freaking time I go somewhere with it's like a big event mm-hmm. or, you know, somebody around me has some sort of medical emergency. <laughs> oh. And <laughs> and like it wasn't really a medical emergency. It wasn't. <laughs> I mean, it was like really hot all day. And like I had seen this person like have several drinks and also other illegal drugs a lot of the devil's lettuce (laughs) yeah was smoked by this person (laughs) (laughs) yeah i suppose it's like only half illegal drugs but yeah and actually it might have like not been illegal because from what i understand i guess it's like super easy to get a medical card in austin so is it yeah so yeah so i'm like it may or may not for be, maybe for this person it wasn't but either way <laughs> a lot of it it was not being consumed medicinally no <laughs> uh, um it was impressive really yeah. but <laughs> but yeah it was like i don't even know what everyone else saw but i watched like the whole fucking thing happened okay. like i watched this person's like knees buckle <laughs> And just like slowly start face planting into the people in front of me as he passed out. <laughs> and I mean, they were like fine, but it was just like, it could have happened. It had probably happened to multiple people that night, mm-hmm. but it's just like, it figures that it's the person standing directly <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> this stuff happens to me all the time. Yeah. And I somehow feel like I'm causing yeah. it. Yeah. Paige so. is standing there like, oh, here we go again. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I did get to see safety page kick in, though. It was pretty fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what Elliot said. He was like, you were in there so fast. I know. You were like, you were in there. You were providing medical advice and water and like whatever else. And I was like, man. (laughs) Well, the rest of us just stood there like a bunch of assholes. (laughs) It's fine. Okay, I'm done with my spookies yeah, now. There you go. But yeah, I mean, like, if you go somewhere with Paige, just expect that, like, somebody's going to collapse at some point and have some <laughs> sort of medical issue. 
<laughs> the universe keeps trying to warn me that someday it's going to be me, but <laughs> I haven't done it yet. Or I haven't gotten away yet. Uh, <sighs> yes. Okay. So we are going to do spooky stories. Per usual, we're sort of just jumping into these <laughs> and seeing what happens. <laughs> but that's what makes it fun. We get to do it kind of on the fly. So Paige is going to take the majority of the reading here because you guys hear my voice all the time now. So you get to listen to the sweet, dulcet tones of Paige's voice. (laughs) All right. Well, this one, our first one is from Jay. Hi, y'all. Not sure if this can be debunked, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Last October, my boyfriend and I went to Scotland to celebrate his birthday. We'd traveled around to a few places. Our last stop was in Edinburgh. Now, I love things spooky, and my partner is a diehard non-believer. We were staying in an old manor house that had been turned into a hostel, but was under renovation, so there were only a handful of visitors. We had a room to ourselves, and after a long day of historical tours and pints of beer, we headed home to our room. We fell asleep pretty quickly, and while my partner is generally not a great sleeper, I'm usually out cold with no issues. That night, we both conked out pretty hard. Well, pretty quick, not hard, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. It's fine. (laughs) I woke up a couple hours later with a sense of dread and darkness looming from the corner of the room by the window. Don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Me either. (laughs) At first, I thought it was sleep paralysis, but I realized it wasn't because I could move. I looked at the time and saw that it was 3 a.m. on the dot. I don't like that either. (laughs) At that point, I heard my partner whisper, hey, are you awake? To which I replied, yes. And then he whispered, I just woke up and it feels like something is standing (laughs) in the corner of the room staring at us. (laughs) (laughs) At that point, I lost my shit internally. I would have yes, lost my me shit too, Jay. externally. <laughs> <laughs> he is an anxious person, but usually adamant that he does not believe in ghosts. I didn't want to tell him that I felt the same thing because we both could see that there was nothing in the room with us, and I knew he'd freak out if I said that I'd woken up with the same feeling about that same corner. I told him it was nothing, but in my mind, made a conscious effort to put a barrier around us. After a few minutes, the mood lifted, and I felt him relax, and eventually we both fell asleep. I only told him in the next morning that I'd woken up with the exact same feeling. I'm not sure what I believe was going on, but I can say that after that night, he hasn't definitively said that ghosts don't exist. I know the door was locked and there was nothing physical in there with us, but I also can't explain what happened that night. Either way, our checkout was in the next morning and we'd had no issues the nights before. Okay. Spoopy. It is a spooky one. (laughs) (laughs) I have a few thoughts about this. So I kind of, I don't know, I looked up a couple things. Yeah, so... She points out that she thought sleep paralysis right away, which, like, as mm-hmm. as I was reading it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is just sleep paralysis. Like, duh. And then she's like, just kidding. My partner felt it as well, which is mm-hmm. terrifying. So I was like, well, there has to be something going on in the room that's affecting both of them. 
Yeah. So uh, another place that my mind went was like, I think we've all kind of had that feeling that like something is watching us. Like even if there's no one there or like you have this like innate sense that that's happening. And I guess Mm -hmm. that's like kind of a thing. Like there have been scientific studies that like people have a really good sense or like even if it's just sort of like our general like paranoia as a species, like we have to be aware of what's going on around us. So it could have just been like, a coincidence that they were like both a little nervous because it was a dark unfamiliar room that they both felt the same way I have heard recently and I'm gonna tell you guys right now that this was just like on a TikTok video so I cannot like vouch for the scientific validity (laughs) of this but uh so 3 a.m has that like reputation of being like the witching hour or whatever when spooky stuff Mm -hmm. happens and I had seen that like a couple hours before your body naturally wakes up and for some people like that can be around like three or four in the morning your cortisol levels start to rise so like your stress hormones start to rise so like maybe they were like a little stressed out or they weren't sleeping soundly because like they'd had some drinks or something And again, they wake up and they're sort of like primed to have this spooky experience. Yeah. And then the last thing I thought was like, well, carbon monoxide can make people like see some weird stuff or feel some weird things. Yeah. The carbon monoxide was a good one. I hadn't thought about that. But also like they woke up and they were fine. So it's like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Well, and they said they had been fine the the nights before. Right. Um, I had the same thought about it. (laughs) <laughs> sort of thinking like, yeah, this is definitely sleep paralysis. Uh-huh. Oh, never mind. There's two of you. Yeah. But I don't think that like necessarily rules out like just one of them having the initial feeling. Cause like, I don't know. I, I would just think you're in a strange place. Like if I woke up and Elliot was feeling really nervous and was like probably sort of looking in that general mm-hmm. direction and I could tell he was a little bit stressed. Like, I think that my mind would go to the same place. Yeah. Maybe just like, like reading his body language. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I had that thought. Yeah. And then like kind of paired, I guess, with that. This is like a bit of a stretch <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but there's been a study that <laughs> it's like. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> On this, like, feeling of presence, which is typically, I think, something that's, like, associated with either epilepsy or um, people who are – people who have schizophrenia. Oh, okay. And it's sort of a similar feeling, it sounds like, except it's typically, like, people have a feeling of someone standing really close to them. Mm -hmm. And – in this study, and I'm trying to find the group who did it. I, I have the article posted here, but I can't find the exact um, name of the researchers who mm-hmm. were involved. But um, basically, they were able to use like a robotic arm to create that feeling for people for like help, just like normal, like healthy anybody's mm-hmm. <laughs> like anybody could they could re- recreate that feeling for anybody. And I don't know. I just feel like if they can recreate it with somebody who isn't dealing with schizophrenia or epilepsy or, you know, any other potential health issues, then like, why couldn't your brain just do it on its own? Sure. Um, And so like the idea is basically that like your body 
is doing and what your mind thinks you should be feeling is like two different things, I think. Like your brain expects certain sensory inputs. Mm -hmm. If you aren't receiving the thing that your brain is expecting you to receive, it can make you feel sort of like an out-of-body experience or like this feeling of a presence. Yes. No, that makes sense. I mean, I think anything like dark rooms and an unfamiliar space and they're kind of like worn out and tired and like, yeah, I think that could totally make your brain be a little weird. Yeah. And like coincidentally could do it to two people at the same time because probably if it's like your partner and you're sleeping in bed, like your body is like pretty in tune to, like you said, to like what they're feeling and whether or not they're tense or stressed out or whatever, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to chalk it up to like coincidence in an unfamiliar space and like your brain playing a little trick on you is probably, probably the answer. I would agree with that. Yeah. It's not like super satisfying, but I feel good about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are we ready to move forward? Yes. That was a really spooky one though. It was. I would, I've had, I've had like a nightmare like that before. Where I like woke up really scared that someone was like in the room and that sucked. So yeah, not a fan. (laughs) Yeah. And then to like, you know, have like Steven wake up and then tell you he feels the same thing. Like, ooh. Yeah. The fact that you guys stayed in that room afterwards, like good for you because. (laughs) That was my thing. I was like, you didn't, I should have asked a follow-up question because I was like, you didn't like flip a light on or something? Like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) The bravery. The bravery. (laughs) Such bravery. (laughs) I was like, there's no way I'm not like watching a TV show or something after that. (laughs) Witchcraft. The occult. Extremist beliefs. Murder. Tune in to Rogue Darkness each Friday and join host Raven as I uncover horrific crimes committed under the misconceptions and misunderstandings of witchcraft and other belief systems. I'll cover a wide range of crimes involving ritualistic killings and extremist beliefs to cult persuasion and supposed possession. Anything and everything that borders the line of horrifying. There's always three sides to a story. Side A, Side B, and then the truth. Let's uncover the truth together and explore the darkness of mankind, one crime at a time. Available wherever you get your podcast fix, simply by searching Rogue Darkness. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, so our second story comes from Rabia, and it's sort of like a couple different things, but we'll try to tackle them. I don't know. We'll see, we'll see where it goes. I have some thoughts. 
It says, my spooky encounter is a couple times I have fallen asleep after eating too much. Who hasn't? And like, yes. <laughs> my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to do that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of Halloween candy here. I'm going to do it. And I distinctly remember hearing a clear, loud voice telling me to wake up. Otherwise, I'd choke on my acid reflex. Guardian angel, my own brain trying to save me. Okay, so that's sort of like the first one. So I guess we'll sort of tackle that. And I think it's exactly what she said. It's like your own brain sort of being like, hey, (laughs) snap out of it. You gotta like sit up here because we're hurting a little bit, you know? Yeah. The amount of times that I've had something similar to that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like that happened to me. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or and even to the point where it's like you feel like someone's like, you know, said something in the room or something like your brain just sort Mm -hmm. of like, yeah, knocks you awake. So I think that's that's true. Okay. Uh, Or that's what it is. So second encounter. One time I fell asleep after an event wearing jewelry and bracelets. When I woke up the next morning, my jewelry (laughs) was neatly laid to the side of my bed. Everyone swore up and down that it wasn't them. For context, I've always felt a weird sense of something from our house, especially the master bedroom. And my mom believes in gin and spirits and once told me that a ghost had followed me home from the cemetery. I'm so glad that my mother never told me anything like that. (laughs) After going through the death of my husband, I no longer believe in the supernatural, but these incidents have always stood out to me, which, gosh, I'm so sorry about that. And I'm guessing it's like never really like heard anything from the husband. So that is why. Which reminds me, you and I have to come up with like our code word for if one of us dies first, (laughs) the other one has to like let them know (laughs) from the beyond that ghosts are real. Uh, But that's a conversation for a different time. Okay, (laughs) so here's my thoughts about the jewelry being off and everything. So the weird sense of something like, I don't know, I like... I think I told you the nights where I had to like stay in this house, which was built like five years ago by myself, mm-hmm. like by the end of like night one, I was convinced that like someone else was in the house. Like your brain is so weird like that. <laughs> you just have mm-hmm. this like sense that like you got to be on alert. <laughs> so Yeah. Every single time I'm home alone, I'm convinced there's someone in my house. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's just sort of like normal human, you know, getting creeped out by stuff the jewelry by the side of the bed i have done weird shit during my sleep like (laughs) i'm not a sleepwalker but i have like woken up i mean well a the easy one is like i've turned completely turned off my alarm and like gone back to sleep and not even remembered that it ever went off like i've done that (laughs) many many times um i have woken up before and like completely had taken my pajamas off like (laughs) no pajamas I was like why do I have nothing on right now and it's like no (laughs) memory of doing it (laughs) at all (laughs) but I had done it in my sleep for like some unknown reason so here's the thing I think that it's very possible that like you just you just did it. Like your brain was like, oh shit, I forgot to take my jewelry off and you were half asleep and did it and don't even remember. Steven says he has whole conversations with me when he comes to bed because he stays up later than me and I, nothing. I don't remember any of it. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I I mean, 
I frequently fall asleep on the couch downstairs and Elliot will wake me up to come to bed and I'll have like full conversations and go brush my teeth and like I'll wake up and I'll just be like, oh, I guess I'm in bed now. (laughs) I don't remember doing that. (laughs) Yeah, like literally last night you were like, I don't even remember going upstairs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I just, it it doesn't happen. Um, But the other thing is, is like I have multiple times, like, especially in the summer when it gets really warm, my fingers will swell and I think it starts to bother me when I'm sleeping Oh, and I'll wake up in the morning and I'll have taken my ring off and just like set it on my nightstand. So yeah, I think that like, even if you're just like a little bit uncomfortable, you know, one of them was rubbing you weird, it would be. Yeah. You would just do it. You would just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Without knowing it. I know because I've done it. Many times. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you that like waking up without my pajamas was one of the weirdest ones. I was like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> Why have I done this? And then like as somebody who is like part of the large boob part of the world, <laughs> I like frequently will go to bed in a tank top and there's like that always that boob that just like makes its way out of the tank top. And you're like, how does this even happen? <laughs> that's part of my life page (laughs) okay well yeah that's a short and sweet one nailed it (laughs) so number three the last one is from jennifer so jennifer says this happened a few years ago when i used to work in a small law firm One day, when all the staff except me and one other secretary were out of the office, we both turned to look at each other across the room at the same time and asked, Can you smell that? We had both smelled a kind of floral, old lady type perfumey smell that had seemed to appear suddenly and was fading as we spoke. Neither of us was wearing perfume that day, nor owned perfume that had that particular scent. Of course, it's impossible to tell if we both smelled exactly the same thing, but we both described it in the same way and thought it was coming from the same direction or location, the space between us. Now, here's some background info that to the believers will no doubt seem like the explanation and to the skeptics will be something that likely primed us both for having an experience like this. One of our elderly clients had recently passed away and his late wife's ashes were found in his home. Perhaps he had meant for them to be scattered together after he passed too, but unfortunately he had left no instructions regarding them and none of the surviving family wanted anything to do with them. So sadly for his poor wife, her box of ashes had to be brought up to our wee office. I'm sure that's not where she imagined they'd end up. We kept it on the table in a room we didn't use much anymore and kept it dust free. The cleaner said she hated going in that room. I myself never felt anything bad or scary, though I used to say hi to her in my head whenever I had to go in there. Also, the door to that room happened to be between where my desk and the other secretary's desk was, so we'd both thought that the perfume smell was coming from the space just in front of that very door. So what do you think? Were we both hallucinating or imagining the spell? Certainly a possibility, or was something more spooky maybe going on? As much as I love a ghost story, I definitely fall on the more skeptical side of things, but this experience has definitely stuck with me. Spooky. <gasps> Spooky. I'm really sad for that old lady, though. <laughs> yeah, me too. 
I'm sad I can't, like, use the... Like, I'm surprised that the power of attorney doesn't, like, I don't know, give them the power to, like, I don't know, put her with her husband or something. Right. Yeah. I'd be wafting people with <laughs> old lady perfume smell, too. <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Went out of this office. <laughs> uh, okay. I have thoughts. Do you want to go first? Something I thought about that we maybe should have could have asked a follow-up question mm-hmm. on was, I mean, we know that this was a small law firm. Was mm-hmm. this like an office that like a standalone office or was it in a, was it like a suite mm. in a shared space? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that they said that the smell was coming from what they felt was between them, but yeah, like maybe in it could have been coming from in. a different suite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one thought that I had. Yes. So my thoughts are like everybody has left, I think, or they're the only ones there. So it's maybe like, you know, you don't have the other smells of other people in the office and stuff. Sort of like, I don't know, making it harder to smell whatever this was throughout the day. My mind immediately went to there are those air fresheners that will automatically spray. Like every however, whatever time interval you set. So, again, another follow-up question (laughs) that I would have was, did you check to see if there was, like, one of those in that room or, like, in the office space? Because if that triggered and went off, like, then you'd get a strong smell, perfumey smell that would, like, slowly fade away. Uh, I also thought if, like, there was something that was, like, left in that room, like, potpourri or, like, something else, air freshenery. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not a word and it is now yeah and the hvac system kicked on that it might have like started to circulate air and like push that smell out into the room yeah yeah that those are my thoughts i was gonna say i had the same um air freshener thought too mm-hmm. or even like i mean i might this might be like a little bit of a stretch but if there had been somebody who had gone through and cleaned lately like maybe those like really perfumey trash bags oh yeah yeah and like you hadn't smelled it through the day and then like yeah you know maybe the hvac kicked on and like kicked the smell out to you i think that's what that was although i did briefly look up like oh can you hallucinate smells because i was wondering if that was a thing and you can and it kind of sounds like it's like maybe more of a common thing now that you know covid is fucking up people's sense of smell Mm -hmm. um but it's called phantasmia which i think is kind of great that is cool yeah so i learned from scrubs that what was it anosmia is when you can't smell anything i believe you Yes, anosmia is you lose your sense of smell. Phantasmia is you smell things that aren't there. <laughs> there you go. Ghost oh. smells. <laughs> I think that was a solid batch of stories this year, though. I thought so, too. Yeah. So, good job, guys. <laughs> Keep having spooky experiences. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, like, reading about... <laughs> A little late here, but I'm like reading about all the things that can cause you to smell things. Oh, that, that aren't, aren't there. there. Like s- shared sinus infection. Shared sinus infection? <laughs> like if they had a shared sinus <laughs> infection. Had, yeah. Well, I did immediately <laughs> think like maybe they both had COVID and they were just like yeah. smelling weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> 
yeah, a lot of those searches with like phantom smells, like some of the other top searches are like, do I have a brain tumor? And it's like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they both smelled it. So that's good. So congrats. Probably not a brain tumor. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up our annual Halloween listener stories episode. Join us next time for our Salem episode. Finally, after <laughs> two years of talking about it three years we're finally we're here to go in 2020 you're right yeah three years of talking about it we're finally here finally we get to do the salem episode and it's like a hundred percent gonna be two episodes so yeah that's a two-parter <laughs> <laughs> if you liked this episode hit subscribe and share with a friend check the show notes for links to all of our social media accounts our discord server and patreon If you have any questions about previous topics or ideas for future episodes, email us at SpookyScienceSisters at gmail.com. As always, thank you for listening and stay spooky. Spooky Science Sisters is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcasts Network. For more information or to check out other shows, please visit evergreenpodcasts.com. I'm Eliza, and I need you to listen to me. Have you ever felt so much that you don't know where to put it all and you wonder if anyone would notice if you screamed? Because you want to. Scream for the ones they've hurt, the ones they've taken. Scream for yourself. These are my words, my story from my perspective, because I know you'll hear other versions because I want you to have a chance to believe mine, or at least hear it. If you're getting this, it's already over. But if one of you listens, really listens, it won't be for nothing.